Hello and welcome to Team Franco Bodybuilding Podcast. Thank you for joining me. Uh, this topic, I think, will hit home with most of you guys that are listening that do want to lose body fat in some manner, either if it's life-changing in the sense that you just want to finally go for it, contest prep, lose a few pounds, um, wherever the case may be. And there are going to be three things that I go over, two, which you probably heard of, and the last one is might be a little far-fetched for some of you guys out there, and it's something that I actually follow, um, not every single day, but most days, uh, even during my prep contest, life prep, and all that. Now, before I get started, I had some questions about my last podcast as far as taking steps, walking to get shredded. I got a lot of great feedback. And the most important thing for that to work, you, your diet needs to be consistent. Um, I don't think I talked about that. But if you are listening continuously and you're one just thinking that you can just start moving more, yeah, you may lose a little bit of body fat. But the bottom line is for any cardio program to work, uh, whether it's structured cardio, counting your steps, running marathons, you need to be super consistent with your diet day in and day out, because that you know if it's not, it's just not gonna you're gonna be driving yourself crazy. All right, so three diet hacks, or if you're struggling with your diet, here's three simple ways you know things that you can apply that could possibly help. Now the first one is nothing really fancy or secretive. Um, and I'm not saying it's going to change or help that much, but you can give it a shot. Where intermittent fasting has the benefits solely, in my opinion, not to change your hormones, not to be a magic thing or anything or whatever. It simply gives you a little bit less time during the day so you can consume the same amount of calories. That's really what it comes down to. Where, you know, if you're used to waking up first thing in the morning, eating at 7 or 8 o'clock a.m., and then going about your day, well, you can push that first meal back to 10, 11, or even 12 o'clock during uh, a typical day. So then you have more calories left over, uh, especially if you're not training until the afternoon or at night. It's really not going to affect your performance in the gym as long as you have a good pre-workout meal. So it's that simple. You're just shifting your calories to later throughout the day, your macros throughout the day, instead of having them first thing in the morning. It can be an adjustment, but you have to look at it. Maybe your breakfast is anywhere between 250 to 400 calories, and however macros they're broken up, you can... Put them all later in the day, scatter them however you want. So therefore, it can help with some hunger issues. It can also help you, you know, getting through that hump. Now, if you are first time, you know, I'm sorry, if you train first thing in the morning, yes, I, I'm not a fan about empty or fasted training. Obviously, fasted cardio is bullshit. There's no benefit to that over fed cardio. I think when you're in a beginning phases of a caloric deficit 
if you don't want to eat before you train, I think you can get away with it. But when you start feeling a little bit tired, your strength levels drop, which are inevitable during a fat loss phase, I think something pre-workout is ideal. It doesn't have to be as heavy. But this first diet hack is really for those who do train later in the day, who you know train at night, where you take that first meal and just simply push it back a few hours. Um, personally, when I was younger, I would I would be hungry first thing in the morning, no matter what I was doing, you know, prepping or not. I would wake up within 30 minutes. I would have to eat. That was just me. And then just with age and whatnot, who knows why? I simply I'm not hungry as first you know as early. So I personally don't eat until like 10 a.m. And most mornings I'm up at 6 a.m. Uh, yeah, I drop a couple cups of coffee. Um, I do a lot more emails, work, and stuff for my business. Make sure my kids get off to school okay. You know, all the life stuff. I keep busy. And then I eat between 9.30 and 10. Obviously, now since I'm in contest prep or life prep or whatever you want to call it, I am hungry <laughs> first thing in the morning, but I don't train. So that has really helped me shift calories later in the day so my meals stay nice and full. The second hack, again, um, old school bodybuilding thoughts were used to be years ago. You got to eat every two or three hours and you know six meals a day with two snacks or whatnot. Well, again, that is bullshit. So I do favor less frequent meals throughout the day, but the meals are then larger. So simple math, if you're taking in 2,000 calories a day, and if you have six meals a day, that's, well, that's not going to be even number. Um, it'll be a little over 300 calories per meal if you reduce it to four meals, well, then you're getting 500 calories. So it's 150 more calories per meal. That's significant. And it will fill you up much more. So, And your body will get used to eating every four hours instead of every two hours or two and a half hours. So that's something that, that you guys can tweak with. If you're used to grazing or having many snacks because you're hungry, try to break through. You know, Have that discipline and be like, you know what? I had my post-workout meal. It's 1 p.m. I'm not going to have dinner until 5 p.m. Push it back. Your muscles aren't going to fall off. And when you have that meal, it, it could be a little bit larger for you guys. So therefore, it's going to be more filling. So that's something else that you can do in addition to pushing back a first meal where you're having more calories throughout the day or your awake time. And then the meals are spaced out more, so they're going to be a little bit larger, and they're going to keep you fuller. Because when you have six, seven meals a day, or you know they're small, and you're going to rip right through them. And a little bonus tip, eat slowly. You know, I'm a fast eater to begin with, and you know, I inhale my food, but take your time. You know, I mean, back in the day when before phones, I would page through muscle magazines while I'm eating. You know, take a bite, go through a few pages, read a few lines, take another bite. So slow down your eating too. So that's a little bonus tip. Now the last one is something that I have done a few times uh, throughout my life as far as organizing and getting together and stop eating at night. Now many of us have that issue. And that's that was 
last time I prepped, and then this time, it's my night eating. And I have a couple reasons why I think it's there. And I'll tell you what I do and how I combated and overcame the night eating, per se. Now, I don't know why. Just as I got older, I tend to snack more at night. You know, pretend I'm not prepping or anything. I'm a snacker. And I think it has to do with more with finally being relaxed at night, where you're structured throughout the day, you're working, you're taking care of your family, you're doing what needs to be done around the house, outside, whatever. And then finally, there comes that time at night where you just like relax. You're like, you can take a deep breath and then your hunger kicks in. And most of the time, it's not because you didn't eat enough throughout the day. It's just your brain saying it's relaxed. So it's like a drug. It's like, okay, now feed me up. <laughs> um, I definitely went through that in 2019, the last time I competed. And I think I did a cut, you know, a couple of years before that, where that was the biggest struggle. It was just getting my night eating under control. So when my diet finally kicked in, you know, I made my adjustments because I pretty much eat the same thing all the time. It was my night eating. And it was like, if I can just break through, get my night eating in check, I know I'm going to start losing body fat, you know, because all my meals were counted they were specific boom 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 but then nine o'clock came and it felt like the floodgates opened and I, I think it truly is because i just i'm finally relaxed i'm ready for bed i'm gonna watch a little bit of tv go to bed in an hour boom so i would then push calories back and i would have macros left over and all that stuff so what i did instead of being stricter with macros I would just have a certain number of calories left over. Now, yes, my protein intake was met. You know, my protein goal was met by, say, like 9 p.m. So there was no worries. And then between whatever fat macros and calories, I'm sorry, fat macros and carb macros were left over, I would have literally 400 calories left over. So between 9 a.m., I'm sorry, between 9 p.m. and going to bed, I can eat whatever I want within those, that calorie range, that 400 calorie range. I mean, it would be an apple, protein bar, rice cakes, graham crackers, whatever. Um, and then once I started adhering to that, it was like the hack of the century for me where I started losing body fat at a regular basis, you know, weighing myself every day. The average started creeping down. And then it built up more of excitement because I know it's working and so on and so forth. It may not fit for you. You know, some people don't feel like eating at night. Some people are like, I'm full. I'm ready. I ate all my calories, my macros. I'm going to bed. Now, if you're a night eater, you're a snacker, and you find that this is the last missing piece to breaking through, I don't have an issue if you allotted so many calories to then holds you through the night so you can get a good night's sleep because sleep is super important. Now, a range of calories, because I know I'm going to get this question. I'm not telling, you know, I think anywhere between two to 400 calories should be the starting point. I think if you're allotting six, 700 calories and it's maybe a, a half of your diet, no, you, you still want to feed throughout the day because you still want to feed your body properly pre and post-workout. Every four hours, you still want to get a good 
drip of protein, good amount of protein to hold on to the muscle or to help you build the muscle that you're aiming for. So I would, you know, maybe a third of your total caloric intake would be the cap. I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet. This is all anecdotal through self-experiment. But the idea is to bring consistency back. You know, what I talked about initially with counting steps, that you want a lot, so many calories at night, so you know that you're going to fall asleep, but be consistent all the time. You don't want that to vary. Now, if you can slowly reduce those caloric intake at night and eat more during the day, that's fine. It doesn't really matter. But I'm going to tell you, because a lot of people get freaked out, They're like, oh, you can't eat before you go to bed, or, you, you know, you shouldn't. No, that's, again, that's bullshit, guys. I'm proof positive. You know, I'm consuming 400 calories after 9 p.m. I'm in bed at 10, and I'm not gaining weight from it. So as long as you're in a caloric deficit, you're fine. So scratch that, get that out of your head. So that's just something for you to try. Um, it works for me because, again... I'm that type, anxiety, psychological stuff throughout the day. I stay busy. I'm not hungry. But then when I finally hit bedtime, everything is chill. Everything's in order for the next day. I tend to get hungry. So instead of like focusing on macros, I just focus on caloric intake and loosen up a little bit as long as the protein intake was met for the day. And it typically is for me. So a quick review. Again, Push that first meal back, especially if you don't train until later in the day so you have more calories throughout the day. You know, you can figure it out for yourself. You can push it back by an hour, two, three hours. It doesn't really matter because the window of eating gets shorter so you have more calories. Spread out the meals a little bit more. If you're accustomed to eating every two, two and a half hours, try to stretch it out to four. And last but not least, a lot number of calories or macros, you know, for later at night. To help you fall asleep because it's a cycle you know if you're waking up middle of the night needing to eat i mean if you you can certainly keep track of that but you want a good night's rest you know i mean sleep is like the biggest new supplement in the world that everyone's pushing with sleep supplements and all this stuff and i tend to agree that especially when you're in a prep or you want to build muscle that you do need quality sleep. You know, you need your seven hours or whatever it is relative to you that's interrupted. So when you wake up, you feel more refreshed with, you know, than before you went to bed. So I'm gonna wrap this one up. Some little diet hacks, um, ones that I apply, obviously give them a shot. This is not science-based, it's just suggestions if you seem to be stuck. And um, I think, you know, it could be helpful. Any questions or concerns, Hit me up for franco at verizon.net, coaching, teamfrancobodybuilding.com, and I'll talk to you guys next time.